I'm Michael Brennis, and this is the Showbiz Roundup. Javier Red's Imagery Converter is a device that transforms ideas about music from the jazz tradition and contemporary composers into an organic sonic ecosystem. Oh, and they're also a band of accomplished musicians pushing the boundaries of the familiar with an eye toward new directions. My guest today is Javier Red, uh, who will be in town on December 10th at Cafe Coda with his band Imagery Converter. Javier, welcome to the show. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for this invitation. Great to be here. Let's talk about the music you perform with Imagery Converter. How is it inspired? What do you draw on? Does the repertoire consist entirely of your compositions? Yeah, the music we are um, we're doing is, you know something, uh, like this, is, this is interesting because we usually do exclusive, exclusively music of, of my of my authory and me as a composer, but for this for this concert um, on Cafe Coda, we decided to get in uh, to uh, include some arrangements I did of uh, music of Mister Monk. Hmm. Yeah, so it's gonna be my compositions and. Um, Honoring someone with some special arrangements, yeah. Nice. That sounds like a, a really good fit. Yeah. And now let me see. Let's go and start uh, because you were you were you were kind of uh, throwing a couple of questions in the same in the same sentence. So uh, I I will describe. I I can describe my music as um, coming with a very strong um, rhythmic organic approach. Um, and uh, through that, actually, you know, the first album that we did, we decided not to write music. All the musicians are uh, having, you know, master's degrees and uh, very a lot of deep studies in music. But how, anyways, regardless of that, we decided not to write it, just to learn it from heart, and um, that gives us some special. You know, um, I think it led us to be into a special space of making music and listening somehow. You know, um, different when when you are when you are not reading music. And, um, and the second second album is a kind of an elongation of that. I am just doing a couple of songs of the second album, and um, the monk the, the monk um, arrangements I am doing. I. I decided to listen to some specific versions of Monk and listening not only to the melody, but also to the drums. There, there are amazing things going on with the drums there. And um, it, the arrangements are complemented and uh, expanded from the phrases that the drummers are doing within that music. <laughs> I love that. Um, first of all, going back to the oral tradition, you know, the way that this music was initially developed, right? That's, I mean, it was not necessarily written down. And then, you know, to go to the specific examples of Monk's compositions and listen to them carefully and, and understand them and, and go from that standpoint. I love that. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of language, a lot of very, very, you know, uh, valuable uh, and, and inspirational things are going on there. We just need to catch them. <laughs> so what is an imagery converter? 
<laughs> well, that's a good question. Um, I this was years ago when we were getting together, and uh, we were thinking in this uh, in 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 a name for for the group. I'm always very into the tendency of in, in involving everybody into these conversations, and uh, and and I came with that somehow as um, I was uh, visualizing what we were doing in this, as you are saying, oral tradition, kind of uh, transformed with modern. Um, uh, modern composing aspects, you know, also embedded into that, into somehow converting, um, you know, like being like, like, a, like a device, <laughs> us to be like a device that get these several composing ideas and uh, put them together, but converting into something very organic, as I was saying. So, um, and that's why we we just came up with this with this, uh, with this name. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I I kind of thought that's where you'd go with that. <laughs> Tell us about the other members of the quartet. How and when did this group come together? Sure. Um, we we have been together uh, now a few years. You know, since only a few years ago. I think we started in two thousand and eighteen. Or maybe you know, like 2017 at some point, and, um, and so the, the the band members are Gustavo Cortinez on uh, the drums, um, Jake Wark on the tenor sax, and Ben Dillinger on the upright bass. And um, I think I, I um, uh, the first person I met was actually uh, Jake. I met him in a. Uh, jam session, um, you know, we musicians, we met at the jam sessions. That's that's the usual thing that, that takes place. I was coming, I, I, I came from Mexico uh, some few years ago. So even though that I am not that, you know, that I will say like what you will expect as a young kid going to jam sessions, I I was, I knew that I was needed to go to jam sessions and I still do <laughs> for knowing more musicians. And um I met Jake there and then he already met Ben and then, you know, this kind of network that happens and takes place. And um, Gustavo, we got some special connections. He's also from Mexico. So um, when we started get, getting together, we decided to jointly um, get um, into one of the workshops that this amazing musician Steve Coleman was um, making here in Chicago by that time. I think this was 2008. 17, I think so. And uh, and um, so th that was very important because we were somehow speaking the same language when we were saying, why not to write music? Why to make some exercise of clapping and singing before even grabbing your instrument for for working on the music, you know, mus internal internalization of, of music, right? You describe yourself as largely self-taught. Can you tell us what that means exactly? And how does that affect the way that you play with Imagery Converter or compose for the group? Yeah, I, I, I think it's just a way of saying that I did not have work for having a music degree on a university. But that being said, there is no musician that is really self-taught, that, that doesn't exist. As we 
are always learning or from people that are alive and we have some lessons on frequent basis or uh, we grab an album of Charlie Parker of Monk or anybody else, I will say Stravinsky or Debussy and we and we we study the music. So that is not self-taught. We are having great masters, whether they are alive or whether they they are not, but, but though there are their musical statements. So it was a way of clarifying that I I I I decided to to go choosing by myself my teachers or the things that I was doing, right? <laughs> so maybe you don't sort of possess the same tools that they might have taught in a in the academy somewhere, but you've you've uh, gathered your own tools from directly from other musicians or from teachers or from you know careful listening and things like that. Exactly, exactly, Michael. That's that that is what I that is what I chose. Yeah. <laughs> and as a pianist, you know, your ear must be evolved enough to listen to Stravinsky, for instance, and and uh, glean the things that you want to you want to incorporate into your own sort of practice. That's an advantage, I think. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, I I I think that um, I will say that that. It's, it's great to, you know, even that we have the music score of, of uh, musicians, any musician, I mean, it can be music score of Charlie Parker or music score of Stravinsky. It is anyway a great exercise to just, um, for those sense of times, if not hundreds, listen to phrases and see how they are really speaking to your ear uh, without looking to the music score, you, you know, like it's not a, it is not like the only way of doing it, but it's great to do it as then that expands somehow your horizons of conceptions in around music. Yeah. Do you play with any other groups as a sideman, for example? I I have been very very focused on on my quartet until this year. And um, even at some point in the past, I was declining a couple of gigs because I knew that to in order to to make possible this language and uh, and, and 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 now the second album that, which is together and will be released in May, um, I will have by the way another another concert at Cafe Coda for that, and uh, will be great to talk again, Michael. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but so. Um, I, I decided to, to give absolute priority to this until now. So this year, we I, I am beginning to do a few more things with other musicians, a side musician, um, doing a, a, a trio thing. It's an eclectic trio, though, with uh, only voice and uh, alto saxophone. And, um, and, and, and I'm joining another couple of, uh, of, of people for putting together something else now besides that. But... Yeah, I uh, that now once that I I think I have some nice uh, work put together with my own band, I am working with expanding now music um, with what with other what other musicians want to express and hopefully to help to express that right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your bio indicates that you have a bachelor's degree in industrial systems engineering uh, that you earned in Mexico and a master's degree in information systems from the University of Southampton in England. Um, 
Tell us a little bit about that period of your life, if you would. And also, do you do you continue to work in those areas as well, or is music your full time pursuit? Yeah, um, yeah, I, I I somehow did a lot of influence of you know like family and that I did uh, my studies and uh, I decided to pursue some some work technology related you know software and programming and all that and um, I'm still I'm still working on uh, and, and being able to do a bit of that stuff together with music although music is my main domain I still um, do some 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 few some few engagements in around programming and around software. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You're recording for the legendary Chicago record label Delmark. Um, how did you establish that relationship? And does being on Delmark open some doors for you? I always have to say thank you to to my dear friends of Delmark. Um, yes, um, it. You know, we were kind of together. Uh, building up something because they acquired the label from the former uh, owner uh, and and um, almost at, I think it was the same year that I met them and uh, I it, it was just a coincidence that uh, I was giving them my material and they uh, they listened to that they said that they were wanting to co-produce that with me and um, and and that's how we 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 we, we got together into this. Uh, lots of learnings on both sides. Um, I, I think that they are, they are, they are um, very, you know, uh, hardworking persons and um, defining things within time that uh, only time gives you for, for doing that. You know, this is a, a historic brand and has a lot of things there, but the music scene, especially now within the digital world, is I will say changing constantly, you know, like something new happens and then you you get you get the message that you have to work with playlist curators hmm. and uh, and you need to know how to meet them and how to send material and, uh, and and all that. So I think we have somehow discovered a lot of very important things together and I'm I'm, I'm always grateful to to LBO and to Julia. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, Javier Red, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. I've enjoyed our conversation very much, and we're looking forward to seeing you with Imagery Converter here on December 10th. That's great, Michael. Uh, hopefully, um, we we have uh, people in uh, interested in, in knowing our work, and uh, we'll be doing putting a lot of music, their energy together for. For, for them to, to have a great evening together with us. And thank you for this conversation. I appreciate your, your, your attention. That's it for this edition of the Showbiz Roundup. Our theme music is performed by Outside the Sphere, an experimental duo consisting of Tony Barba and myself. If you'd like more information about this show or any of the past or future shows presented by Bluestem Jazz, you can head over to bluestemjazz.org. And you can follow my doings or be in touch via rattletickbuzz.com. Catch you later.